0: Welcome back to another episode of Help Me Rhonda with Rhonda Hale. I am your host, Rhonda Hale, and I am so excited to talk to you. Today, I was trying to figure out what we're gonna talk about today. Today, I went and got my eyelashes done. It's not something that I normally do. I normally just wear strip eyelashes, but today I went to Lashes on Fleek in Los Angeles here. Actually, I think she's in Glendale, but oh my God, she's incredible. And that office, I was kind of blown away with how beautiful her salon is. It's so, so beautiful. It looks like a Pinterest office, freaking amazing. Naya, thank you so much for my beautiful lashes. I love them so much. Um, Anyway, while I was there, I was thinking, I knew that I was gonna be recording some episodes for you guys. And I was telling her, hey, you know, do you guys listen to podcasts? If you do, you might enjoy my podcast. It's kind of fun. So I was kind of explaining what the different categories that I pull my content from for this podcast. And she's like, oh, that sounds good. I'll be listening to that for sure. And uh, she goes, tell me some crazy stories tell me some of the stuff that you you see, like are there some crazy bride stories? I'm like, girl, I got years and years and years. So I'm laying there with my eyes like taped open, completely taped open and I'm like trying to figure out what I'm gonna tell them while I'm laying there for the next two hours having my eyelashes, (laughs) extensions put on. I started telling them about kind of a wacky, experience that I had this was while I was in San Diego a couple years ago and I had sister wives come in you heard me sister wives so when I said that to her I said yeah I had some sister wives come in she was like wait a minute what do you mean sister wives she goes wait a minute do you mean like sister wives sister wives I said yeah that's what happened so, here's my story about the sister wives. When brides come in, they'll usually bring maybe their maid of honor or some of their bridesmaids with them um, or family or whatever to the fitting. I uh, have kind of a small office. I don't have a lot of space in my studio. So, I do limit, I used to limit it to... In in San Diego, it was a little bit bigger than what I have in LA. And so I limited them to two guests and that was it, there. And so my bride came in and she had two ladies with her and I figured they didn't really look alike. So I figured they were just like best friends or whatever. So we're in there for a while and my normal thing that I ask them is, you know, during the tailoring, I say, so tell me your love story. Tell me your love story. And she goes, well, it's kind of different, it's not mainstream, but we're super happy, and she just kind of left it there. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna need more information, I'm thinking, you know? So I just said, well, tell me your story, I wanna know, this. I mean, you're getting married, tell me about this guy, he's so sweet, he's so wonderful, and I could see the other ladies, their their eyes were kind of like, lighting up one more than the other, maybe actually. And um, while she's talking about it, she goes, "Um, well, our, our love story is, you know, it's not traditional and it's not really mainstream, the kind of relationship we have, but we're very happy. And I just can't wait to get married. I know it's just going to be amazing. And I told her, and I did tell her this in coming from a completely honest place. I told her, I said, well, I'm not here to judge you. I love love, period. So everybody has, I was thinking, you know, I just don't judge love. If you can find love, just be happy about it, you know? And that's what I told her. And I said, I'm not here to judge you. I just love love. So dish tell me like how did you meet and she said well actually and she pointed to one of the ladies on the um chase lounge there uh she introduced me to my fiance to my my sweetheart she introduced me and i said oh my god really and that woman she had um an expression come on her face of just like you could tell she just was really happy like I was thinking in my mind oh she's a matchmaker she feels like she did a beautiful thing and the other girl next to her was kind of like wasn't really smiling very big she was just like okay I'm here like she wasn't being angry she didn't have RBF or anything like that but she you could tell she just wasn't that exuberant about it <laughs> and I looked at her and I was thinking huh wow she must not like the guy right so then I said well you guys are being so mysterious tell me the story I want to hear this story and the uh middle wife well what is now the middle wife you will know the one that introduced them she said well uh we I knew they were from Utah because I get a lot of I get a lot of people who come to me from all over the United States. And so it's not uncommon for me to have uh, my clients from Washington or from Colorado or from Texas or from North Carolina or lots from New York. And so I knew they were from Utah because I got their mailing address. I got her mailing address before she came. I always get all the information. Well, this friend of hers, the one who introduced them said, We're from Utah and we have a non-traditional family. We have a polyamorous family. And I I didn't register immediately when she said that. And then the other woman who was sitting on the sofa next to her said, we're sister wives. And it was just kind of just putting it out there. Like she was ready to be judged immediately. I just looked at all three of them and I said, oh, my God, you guys are sister wives? And I did it in a way because I purely was very interested. There's absolutely no judgment coming from my direction, but a a little bit of awe, honestly. And they said, yeah, we are. And they all kind of said it in unison. And they, like, sang it together. Yes, we are. I was truly intrigued. And I told them, I am really intrigued because honestly if you think about it that might actually be a really good setup wouldn't it i mean you get your space and you uh you know you get that like if you have if you're in a relationship and you got some time between it makes it sweeter every time you meet and they're like yes 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 that's it that's totally it and in my mind i'm thinking i don't know i mean i definitely know without question i couldn't do that I definitely I definitely couldn't do that and I just said I mean I'm, I'm like all questions I said do you mind if I ask you guys how this works I, I I've never been exposed to this and they're like yeah sure why not I mean it was just us I have a private office I always I'm by appointment only so it's not like nobody's going to be walking in on our like nobody is going to be walking in on our fitting on our appointment And so they got comfortable. The oldest one said, she was married to him first. And I asked her, so when you first got married to him, did you know that this would turn into a polyamorous relationship? She said, well, she didn't come from a polyamorous background. It's not like she was raised with that as her background or her, her community. She was actually in the Mormon church, but it wasn't a part of her lifestyle or any of her family or anything like that. But that she met him and fell in love with him. And while they were courting and dating, he and it was getting more and more serious, he told her that he didn't have any intentions then and it may never happen, but that he was thinking that there could be a chance that he might be inclined to a polyamorous relationship. Would she ever be open to something like that? And she said that she actually thought about it and decided that honestly, I mean what she said was, If we had a polyamorous relationship and invited, say, a sister wife into our marriage and expanded the marriage by another wife, she said that the way she looked at it is that he wasn't leaving her at all. He was just, they were just inviting another person in. So it wasn't, she didn't feel like she was going to ever be left. He was never going to leave her. He was just going to be inviting another person in. And she said, well, actually, I would be open to that as a possibility in the future. So they had been married for five years and they had one child together. They had a daughter together. And they had their daughter, I think was in like the first year of their marriage. No, I take that back. They were married for seven years and they had a little girl together. After they got married, they had a little girl almost immediately. But in the following years of their marriage, she couldn't get pregnant again. And he was very much, he very much wanted a large family. They both wanted a large family. And so she said that she actually was the one to bring it up. (sighs) She brought it up and said, hey do you still want a large family? Because I am clearly having some issues. They were actually going to a fertility doctor, she said. And he told her, well, I didn't really wanna bring it up because I, I felt like that was something that you should bring up. I'm, I wasn't going to say anything about it. And she's like, well, actually I'm very open to it as long as it's somebody that I feel comfortable with who I feel would be a good addition to our family. So she actually found the second wife herself. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know. I mean, the mentality of that for me is maybe that made her feel like she was in the power seat, like she had some control in the situation if she brought in the girl, you know, the second wife. But she brought in this woman who was sitting next to her and this, this other woman was clearly younger than her, and she was, the, the first wife, when I was talking to them, first wife was very plain Jane, like she just didn't put a lot of effort into how she looked. She was wearing very plain, like a plain T-shirt and jeans. She was um, no makeup, uh, like, her hair was just nothing, she didn't have it styled or anything. And the girl next to her that was sitting on the um, Chase Lounge next to her, she had like this long, beautiful, curled, uh, dark hair and she was thinner than than the first woman. And she put effort into her appearance. She had makeup on, she like, you know, she did her face and she made herself look cute, you know. So there was definitely some effort put in there. And anyway, she, I guess the first wife, found her. And this girl, the second girl that they found, was in a community of sister. She grew up with, like, sister wives' culture, lifestyle, I guess, as a norm for her. She was, she had it in her life, so I don't really know how the first wife found the second uh, candidate, but oh, she was down. I guess when she met her and spoke to her, she was very, she said, oh, I felt so honored. I felt chosen. I felt, and and when she was saying all that, my bride, who's right in front of me, and I'm like, I'm putting tailor text. When I say tailor text, I, I usually do like thread. I will, okay, so here's the thread right here. And I'll like put marks all over the dress in some black thread and I'll be marking the dress where I'm gonna be sewing it up. This bride that's, that I'm doing the work on, she's like, yes, yes, I totally felt chosen. It was, it was the most beautiful thing. It was more beautiful, I feel. I mean, I have actually dated men, she said. I have had boyfriends, I've had relationships. But to be approached by another woman and say, we like you, we'd like to be part of our family, made me feel, as a woman, so much more, like there was just more to it, so much more to it. And I was like, okay, I was taking it in. The second wife is telling me that she, when she was chosen, she felt, or when she was selected, basically, or picked out by, by the one next to her, to... Uh, go they actually I said well so what happened I mean do you all go on dates together or how does that work and they they said well initially we did go on dates together the three of us she said and like we'd go get hamburgers we go to the movies you know and I go well like I mean because I asked her like what did you do where'd you go for dates and it was like regular date stuff they would, they would go to dinner, they go to the movies, and it'd be casual stuff, you know, or go skating, ice skating or something, whatever. I don't know what they're doing, skiing, I don't know. And to see if they were all compatible, and she said, like, after the first three dates, we knew that we're all very, very, very compatible, so we uh, then, my husband and I now, you know, she said his name, uh, we started courting, and I said, can I ask you a question? I mean, is it, I don't want to be rude or pry too much and tell me, hey, if you're asking too many questions or this is too personal, just tell me back off. I said, so were you like intimate? Were you having sex? And she goes, oh no, 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 no. No, we didn't have sex. I said, so did you like kiss and stuff? Like, how did you know you're compatible with him sexually? She goes, well, we just, we didn't do that. Um, we would, we went on dates and we held hands and we did kiss, but as far as intimacy, that was the furthest that it went. And basically, I guess they kept it really, um, like religious almost in the way, like they were not, they were, they were not going there, you know? And so after, I guess, six months of dating, they had a ceremony and, and, uh, he 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 actually conducted the ceremony. <laughs> they didn't have another person come, and because uh, he's a pastor, and um, he 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 did the ceremony. He married them, and so she got married, and there were two. And I said, okay, so how do you guys live? Do you have one big house and you're all together and you each have bedrooms, or do you all like be? Are you all in one bedroom, or what's going on? And she said, oh no, 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 um, we have what what you'd call kind of condominiums in a way. Uh, we have our own property, so nobody's on the property with us, but um, we have like a home built and then there's another home built next to it. And we all have our own front doors and we all have our own living rooms. We have all our own kitchens and we all have uh, like, each of them have like a three bedroom house, okay? And I was thinking, shit, how do they afford all that? He's like a pastor and apparently he has a construction company and so that's why he's a contractor or something and that's how he builds the houses and he's involved in that, but uh, the two women are professional women. Like wife number one She's like this CEO of something or other. And she goes to work as like, she's a head honcho somewhere. And she makes damn fucking good money. I know she does. She has to. And then the second wife, she also is a professional. I think she was like a a nurse or something. Uh, I don't know what she was, but she she worked at a hospital. She was a nurse. I know she had a good income. And um, so I guess they have... They do have connecting doors, kind of like if you had adjoining rooms at a hotel or something, but they had a connecting door between each of the houses. And I asked the new wife who's you know coming up, and I go, oh my God, you must be really excited. So um, are you gonna move in with one of them? Or, cause I'm like wondering if she's gonna get her own little house, you know? And she's like, oh no, 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 we have a home. It's in construction. It's so exciting. I go to the site all the time. I look through and see where my bedroom's gonna be. I'm so excited and the kids will come join me. And apparently I said, well, how did you get, like, how did you get involved in this? And so the second wife took over that conversation and she said that she and their husband were married for five years. So it was the first one was married for seven, but the second one was married for five to him. And she talked with, and, and they have four children together. Him and the second wife have four kids, plus the first lady's one daughter. And they, her and her, um, sister wife discussed it and they said, you know, maybe we should add another wife. Let's grow our family bigger. The second wife is the one who found the bride that I was working with, my client. And I asked my bride, I said, so do you have any background in um polyamorous the polyamorous lifestyle do you you have family are you were you in the mormon church before and they said well we're not really recognized the mormon church won't recognize us because they don't endorse this lifestyle but we do still follow the mormon religion but we we're not part of the church i said okay okay so do you have that in your background do you have a polyamorous or like sister wives upbringing And she said, nope, she didn't. And I said, were you in the Mormon church? She said, nope, she wasn't. And I was like, oh my God, I mean, that's intense. Like she wasn't even in the church to even, I'm not saying that, I mean, Mormons are, they get a bad rap for everybody being, um, having multiple wives, but that's not the Mormon church. I know that because I've known people who were Mormon and that's just not, that's not how it is. Um, That's just like a a side thing that goes on with people who are outside of the church. But people who like, I I asked her, I said, well, like, did you, so you had to convert? She goes, yes, she was Catholic before. And she converted to Mormonism or to the Mormon church, but not in the church because this lifestyle isn't recognized by the church. I mean, my God, my head was like spinning, like I'm getting a headache right now thinking about it. I said, okay, um, I'm looking at this woman and she is, she's probably about 32 years old. She's slim and pretty and um, like she's she's really pretty. There's like nothing wrong with this woman. She's She's above average and I'm thinking, I mean, I don't know, I'm not here to judge, but man, I don't know. Like, I I, I don't know about that. So um, anyway, she loved it. She loved the whole thought of it. And um, apparently the second wife found her and, and talked to her, basically proposed, um, at, talked to her, I guess, brought up the whole idea of the courtship and joining their family. <laughs> and she was down for it. They were getting married, their their wedding was, from the time she was seeing me, their, medi- their wedding was in two months, and she's like, I think that, I'm hoping our house is done, but if it's not done entirely, um, I mean, he keeps telling me that, that when we get married, that I will definitely have my own house, so I'm really excited about it. Oh, you know what? I totally forgot something really important. She did have a child. I think her child was like six years old, and, so she was, she, I don't think she was married before, she was in a previous relationship, and she was bringing, obviously, the child with her, and uh, I said, well, how does your little child think, you know, I didn't, I don't, I'm not going to say if it's a little boy or a little girl, I don't remember, but how does your child think about, you know, this, and sharing their new daddy with other children and other mothers and she's like we're just really excited because she gets to have a whole family she gets to have all these brothers and sisters and it's just she just loves it we're we just feel so loved and we feel so happy and i'm like i'm taking this in and i'm trying to process it but i'll tell you what you know um like i said before in my other episodes i am not here to judge at all or say you know what lifestyle is right or wrong for people because that is absolutely nothing to do with right or wrong but but I certainly like there's no fucking way I could I could do that. But then I started thinking about it. I was talking to my <laughs> talking talking to my friend Julia and she's like you know, why don't we switch it around and have multiple husbands? Like one woman could easily have, like four or five husbands. And they're all bringing in money. They're all, like you get laid by five or six different men and everybody's okay with it. And one guy can be really good at fixing things. One guy can be really good at at, at cooking. One guy could be really great at cleaning. Um, they all have jobs and they're bringing in money. And uh, one guy can be like babysitting, and be like the house dad. She's like, this this actually, um, that would actually be a good idea. So I can see the benefits of that. Although that in a way feels like my boy toy rotation, but at a different level, I guess. So I, I definitely wouldn't be down for a polyamorous relationship. I'm very old school, so I'm like a one man woman. When I'm in a relationship, if boy toy is a totally different thing. If I if I'm in a in boy toy mode and I'm rocking that, then fine, I'm rocking that. But if I'm in a relationship, oh hell the fuck no! And no, you're my man, and you ain't nobody else's man. That's how that goes. And uh, yeah, so that wouldn't work for me. No judgment to them. I mean, definitely props to them for. Finding the lifestyle that works for them and much joy and happiness, that was probably about three years ago, I guess. Um, But that is my sister wife's story. So we will be talking about other fabulous, amazing subjects (laughs) in every Wednesday. A new episode comes out if you're not following me already on Instagram. Please give me a follow on Help Me Rhonda Official on my Instagram page. And if you have any ideas or questions or thoughts, or if you want to be a guest on my show, give me a DM. Uh, Reach out to me and let me know uh, what what your ideas are. And thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will see you next week. Slap the shit out of this day. Do it.